So first off, before we get into everything else, who is Brian Melise? Talk about your background, where you're from. Absolutely. Um, so I, before I got into real estate, I was in the nonprofit industry. I used to take care of group homes for kids with autism and brain injury. And I got my home inspector's license. I did that for 15 years, and I totally did a total change. Uh, I was always interested in real estate. So what I did was I got my license, and six months later, I went to work for a local company mm -hmm. and uh, did well in it. And uh, three years later, I opened my own company. Are you from the area originally? Yeah, so my kids um, live in Marshfield. Uh, I grew up in Weymouth, so we have an office in Weymouth and Marshfield. Uh, and uh, so that's why we South Shore. My father still lives on the South Shore. He lives uh, in Weymouth. Uh, my family pretty much are all on the South Shore, other than my sister's on the North Shore. So uh, I have a house on the North Shore myself. So you were in the real estate business, working for another you know, broker. What made you decide to go into business for yourself and start Melissa Realty? That's a great question. Everyone asked me. I opened in 2008 when the market was really um, not good. Yeah. And I just felt like, for me, I just knew that I wanted to own my own company. I grew up, my father and grandfather owned their own businesses when they were, uh, when I was younger, they owned grocery stores. So I always said, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I didn't know how to go about it. I started by myself in Hanover in 2008, May of 2008, with one person. And right now, we're up to... Uh, 85 plus people and we have four offices so I'm totally blessed um, I love what I do every day um, our agents are honestly incredible we're a great family group uh, we all get along and uh, they stay with me uh, because I think they feel like it's a family talk, talk about Melissa Realty the business itself give us the background and how were you able to go from one person to what was it 85 yeah so 85 people um, my thing was I got really involved in the real estate community I did well selling houses I got involved in the local board, which at the time was Plymouth and South Shore Board, which is now South Shore Board. I became um, involved with a lot of other real estate people, realtors, and uh, they, you know, honestly, I don't know how it happened. If, you, if I had to write it over again, I wouldn't know. But I remember one person that came aboard. She was a seasoned agent from Duxbury uh, when I first opened, and I was thinking, why do you want to come with me? Like, and she trusted in me, and from there we grew to 85 agents. We have four admins. Um, it's been an incredible ride. That's amazing. Types of listings do you have? So we do a, uh, a wide variety of uh, uh, listings. We do commercial. Mm -hmm. I have people that do commercial out of our Marshville office. We do residential. Um, basically, 90% of our business is uh, residential. Okay. But we basically, what we do is we, um, uh, so we have Marshfield, Situate, Weymouth, and North Shore, Manchester by the Sea. So we're doing a lot of coastal listings. Yeah, for sure. Which has been great. Any major successes or things that you want to like, you know, say, hey, we accomplished this, we accomplished yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I was just reaching out to my agents the other day because we had an incredible year last year when we were up 40% for the year. And we changed our whole marketing brand last yeah. year. We changed our logo. We changed our new campaign, the We Believe campaign. When I first started by myself, I basically drew the logo, um, our old logo, and we hired a company to do this. And by changing our logo and our brand, it's just All this amazing growth over the past you know, 10 years, how what, how, is the, how else has the company evolved, not only just from a numbers perspective? The company's evolved because one thing we do is we have three moving trucks. We give back to the community, which yeah. is uh, 
something that I wanted to do when I got in business, be able to give back to the community. So we have free moving trucks for our clients, but most of the time, charities get involved. Um, so 90% of the time, charities are using their trucks. We do a lot of charity work, and our company is a way of giving back. We do it because it just feels right. Yeah. And it's, uh, honestly, the community has been amazing as far as open arms with us, as far as being an independent company. As you know, there's many corporate companies out there. We're one of the leaders as far as an independent company, and uh, it's, like I said, giving back to the community, being involved in a Boys and Girls Club, being involved yeah. in different uh, avenues, whether it's a friendship home. I do a lot with, uh, we yeah. do a lot with my brother's keeper out in Brockton. So it's one of those things where we pick charities and we basically uh, focus on giving money back to try to help out people. Is there a favorite type of client? buyer, seller, first-time downsizer? I, I think that comes down to the agent themselves. Uh, a lot of people do like working with buyers because it's always exciting. Um, you know, as far as sellers, sellers, obviously, that was our gift. When, we, when I got in, and I was a, basically a lister. I listed everyone's house, and that's mm -hmm. how I got started. I love listings. I love buyers. But now I'm starting to do a lot more of estate sales when someone passes. Uh, personally, I've been doing that for the last year. I stopped selling for five and a half, half years. Missed it, and I felt like I got to get back into it just a little bit, just to know what I'm missing. And honestly, it was a blessing in disguise yeah. because what happened was I said, "Okay, we need to do this different. We need to do that different." And um, it's been a, a great year. Excellent. Um, when people think realtors, especially in this area, they think residential and not always commercial. Uh, how important is that commercial market, and what's something that people may not realize about it? Well, I think you know, as far as with commercial, a lot of people don't realize too. Is anything uh, bigger than a four-family is commercial. Really? So yeah, and there's a lot of opportunity for people with commercial. Like for instance, a landscaper could buy a building that has housing and uh, an opportunity to put their um, uh, business in it. And there's a lot of different financing as you know, SBA loans. Yeah. You're starting to see that. So we get a lot of people that might be looking to open their own shop people downsizing, selling their businesses. We've sold from restaurants to warehouses to uh, all different commercial properties. And, you know, it's one of those things that we're, you know, it's like anything. We take it on. We make sure we make everyone know that what we're selling. Yeah. And we've had a good opportunity to, uh, to, you know, get into it since 2008. So your title is owner broker. What, what does that role mean? So my job was, it was interesting. That's why I stopped selling five and a half years ago. I felt like I needed to really dive into the business and get to know my business. And I have to say, over the last five and a half years, I know my business. I know what people need and what people want as far as our clients and as far as our agents. So it was important for me to really, and I have a great team behind me, it's not just me. I have a great team that basically helps me, whether it's with the marketing or anything mm -hmm. like that. I love marketing. I'm not a marketing person. Really? But it's one of those things where, okay, why? how can we be different? So I'm always looking at avenues to basically change our business to be different than the others. And being an independent, we have flexibility to do that to help our clients. Okay. So what's a typical day for you if there, if there is one? A typical day for me, I'm here on the South Shore all the time. So uh, I basically start my day off in Weymouth. I'm always in the Weymouth office, and I go to Marshfield. Today, for instance, uh, I'm kind of out and about. I try to get out in the community. I'm trying to get on different boards. I'm involved, I told you earlier. Seltzer Chamber, I'm on that, I'm on the Executive Committee. Mm -hmm. So my day basically is running around, basically making sure that uh, everyone's in my offices, we're all basically doing the same thing. 
I actually handle all the checks. Uh, my daughter, who actually goes to UMass Boston for business, is now working for me. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it's been great. And she basically is helping with QuickBooks. So, yeah, a lot of the business ends, obviously, decisions. We fund by the agents, too. But my thing is that basically every day in this business it changes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, rates change, things change. We have to be on top of it. So my job is to be, obviously, knowing what we need to do. Right. So there's a lot of great realtors in the area. I know a few of them. Absolutely. What separates you from others? I think what separates us from others is we can do different things. Okay. We don't. We're not. Um, we, we don't have to follow a certain uh, uh, protocol as far as like we can only do this or we can only do that. So we have opportunities to change things around. Whether it's marketing, whether it's basically someone needs a stage or, or someone needs photography, we're willing to basically meet our clients' needs to pr- obviously help them sell their house quick. And with buyers, one thing about us with buyers is our agents. I always tell them, I said, never worry about that deal. Other deals will come along if you treat them right. And that's our philosophy is honesty and integrity and hard work. That's how we started the company. That's how I'm really involved uh, with the company. And our agents know coming from me, that's the biggest passion for me is treating people right. And that actually leads into my next question, that on, I was going through your website and you talked about the total customer satisfaction guarantee. Talk about that and the importance that's of that. That's a great question because it doesn't come up much. So we came up with this total customer satisfaction guarantee because a lot of times when realtors go into a listing appointments, people are like, how long are you going to be listing my house? What if I want to get out? I'm concerned because I'm signing a contract. And we said to them, listen, how we work is if you are not happy with our services at any time, you can get out of your contract. Basically, it's signed by me. It's very well known with our company that that's how we work because we don't want people to feel like they're stuck with us if they're not happy. Mm-hmm. The great thing is, honestly, we really haven't had anyone ever do that, but I think it's the comfort level. Everyone in nowadays especially are fearful, okay, what is this person up to? Right. What, what, what is their uh, angle here? And with us, we didn't want it to be an angle. We want people to be comfortable to work with us. It's a relationship, so we want to make sure they're comfortable in the relationship with our company. So say someone who's potentially interested in working with you is listening to this. What's something they should know in order to ensure that they have a great experience? Uh, as far as someone coming to work, uh, as far as if it's uh, uh, list someone who wants to buy or list, that I guarantee you we're going to put your interest first. Okay. I'm always accessible being the owner of the company. I have people call me. I always say to my agents, if your client wants to call me, if there's any concerns or anything, that's my job when you ask my job. My job is to make sure that our clients, their experience, amazing. I want them to have an amazing experience and be able to be able to tell people that, you know, with us that it was a great experience. If, it, if there's any difficulties, they can call me and we'll figure out to make it the best for them. What's, what's one thing you wish, you know, a buyer or seller would know before going into wholesale? I think most times, you know, it comes down to what are you actually going to get when you list your house or a buyer. And everything comes down to financials, you know, as far as what the best thing is. And how I always go into listings and I try to tell my agents is we give a realistic number if you're going to list your house. We're not going to tell you it's worth this amount just to get the listing. And I think that's the whole thing is be open to understand if you want your house to sell quickly, listen to the realtor that's going to show you apples to apples because if not, you could be missing a market. And I think that's important. 
when you're listing a home. As far as buyers, I think the thing is to be comfortable with the realtor and know that they have your back and that your interests come first. You mentioned this earlier uh, when we were talking, is your community involvement. Talk about some of the groups that you work with, because there's a lot of great groups that you do some really cool stuff. Yeah, like. so we try to, you know, diversify it a lot, because, you know, like last year, we were the main sponsor for the Edwina Martin House, uh, which was uh, for uh, women in recovery. And it was something that was brought to my attention because one of my agents, um, actually, she works for that company to help people in need like that. So that was a new experience. It was amazing to go. A friendship home just has a soft spot to me. Andrea Pike is actually a good friend of mine. Same with Heather DeWire. Um, I've known them forever. Wilmer is unbelievable. And working with special needs kids before, and I know some of the kids that actually go there, uh, it's just one of those things um, that are amazing to give back. As far as My Brother's Keeper, we do involvement out there. That's a nonprofit charity also that gives back to people during the holidays and throughout the year. And that always was a soft spot to me because uh, I delivered stuff with them to see the excitement uh, of people getting things that they normally wouldn't have. So any way like that we can give back. We do obviously sports teams and things like that. But I think the ones when you are out there and you're seeing how it's affecting them, and you're also on the South Shore Chamber Executive Board. I am. So I got involved in the Chamber probably three and a half years ago. Peter Fulton reached out to me. And uh, it's one of those committees. Um, I'm now on the Executive Board. I'm on the board. It's knowing what's going on in the community. I felt like um, we kind of chatted about this earlier. Is you know, There's so much going on in South Shore, whether it's businesses opening, things like that. And my goal was to try to get more involved in the community to be out there. And by being involved in the chamber, hearing what's going on, and they have great tools there to help small businesses like myself, yeah. it was a no-brainer for me. I, mean, a great I think experience. especially on the 2030 plan, exactly. the regional development plan, especially from that perspective of the residential market and the real estate market and how hopefully everything changes around here. Well, I think it has to change because, yeah. you know, if you look at the communities around here, a lot of people, older people, are trying to downsize to get out of the mm-hmm. big house. There's nowhere to go. And that's where the 2030 plan really comes in. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do with the people that need to downsize? Because you have, you know, first-time buyers that would be willing to buy their house. But right now, believe it or not, the inventory is at an all-time low ever in the state. Really? You know, there's tons of buyers out there, but the inventory is low. And I think the problem is that they don't have anywhere to go. And that's what we're starting to see as far as the challenge in the market here. Has there been a favorite or most memorable transaction um, definitely there's been um, ones that um, stand out on me. I think the biggest ones were when short sales were, when I first yeah. got in the business with short sales, being able to help people. I mean, it was the most tear-jerking ever experience, yeah. but to see people that you could help and then down the road see them turn their life around. People are losing houses. I remember going in there and saying, how can I help you? And we had to figure everything out. And, you know, we be, you know with that, we, I felt um, lifelong friendships over it and because you know it was just a tough time um, is there a transaction that you haven't done yet that you want to do um, as far as a transaction um, that I haven't done I think they're all challenging uh, everyone's not challenging but they're all interesting but as far as um, more so you know if it was commercial something like that mm-hmm. uh, intrigued me because it's different than residential mm-hmm. but my focus basically is residential so business is all about partners. It's all about connections. Who are the best partners for you? 
the ones, uh, like I always tell my agents, and I truly believe, you have to have a team set up. And, you know, your team is the mortgage person, the home inspector, the attorney, because you have to have people that you trust. And I always say to our agents, because, you know, before they recommend any of their vendors to their clients, my thing is you had to use them yourself. I'm not going to let anyone recommend someone unless they use them themselves, and that goes for me too, because the last thing you want is a bad experience. So, you know, I know a lot of people go on social media and say, you know, who's this? But in our business, it's weird because we sell their house. They always come to us for advice, and we want to make sure we give them the best advice. So building a team is probably the most important thing for us, and it's building a team, and for us, it's local people because, you know, with mortgage companies, I'm always recommending local companies because it's important to us because these people are in the community. They know what the community is like. Um, when I first got in the business, I remember there was a, a house I was selling in Braintree, and the uh, mortgage company was from New York, and they had the area as a disaster area in 1930, which wasn't the case. So that kind of tells you when you're going out. So my advice to buyers and sellers is use local banks because they know local banks or local mortgage people because they know the industry. It's funny that team concept up. I had a, a real estate attorney and he literally gave the same answer yeah. about having a team setting up. I actually watched that. Of, 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 having, of having the realtor, the, all those people kind of in the room together. It's important together. because the whole thing is you got to have people that you trust that you're going to recommend to make this, you know, our goal is to make it as smooth as possible. Yeah. And you want to make sure you have the right people there. And it's probably that you can pick up the phone and call them when you know them personally. Absolutely. You know, our business, our phones aren't shut off. Right. And I'm sure the same thing with mortgage people. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to call us and they want to ask questions. That's our job. And our job is to give them the best mm-hmm. advice we can. What's the best piece of advice you've been given from a business perspective? Um, the best piece of advice, it's funny you ask that, was when I first got in the business, there was a top producer that I knew, and I was, you know, starting my business off personally, uh, selling real estate for a company. And uh, I said, what's the best advice you can give me? Hmm. Listen to your clients. And I think that's the best thing. You know, listening to their needs is definitely the most important thing. We can give all the suggestions we want, but our goal is to hear what, you know, the client expects and what they are looking for for the end goal. So say someone who's starting out in the real estate business comes to you and and looks for advice of how can I, you know, be a top producer, how can I be the best, you know, real estate broker I can be, what advice would you give them? I always say to them, reach out to your sphere of influence, people that you know, do open houses and get out there with the public. You know, you've got to get people to know you and trust you because you're just another face. Mm -hmm. But if you build relationships, that's the whole thing, building relationships. You know, even when people come in, I get a lot of calls from other companies, and we, it, it's one of those things where it's interesting. Like, I'll give advice, and it's one of those things where, you know, you can reach out to other people in the industry and hear a different advice. But it's one of those things where it's so important to know you, the people that you're with and, you know, your clients, obviously. So if you could jump in the time machine to the start of your career, what would you tell yourself? Uh, it was harder than I thought. I think that would be the biggest thing, and not, you know, as far as setting up the business. Yeah. The good thing now is as you get smarter and wiser through the years, there's a lot of other avenues to help you, like yeah. the chamber. Yeah. Like I didn't utilize the chamber where I should have. Uh, I think, you know, realizing how much involved you are in your business and how much you need to know as far as setting up your business and really understanding the laws. And I think the biggest thing for me was 
how things change so quickly in our industry that you have to be on top of it to stay ahead of the game. Do you also think that setting up your business in possibly one of the worst economic times, you know, made you a better business person or made you a stronger business person? I totally agree with that because the whole thing is it did make me better because at that point marketing was cheaper. So if you listen to all the top people that have opened businesses, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, uh, you know, big, you know, players, uh, they all tell you that, you know, best time to open is in the down times because I was able to get rent cheap for the space that I had yeah. in Hanover. I was able to get my marketing cheaper and able to really make an impact because all the other players were pulling back on their marketing right. where I said, okay, this is my time to step up. And I stepped up and I was able to secure different marketing places that I normally marketing changed from the real estate side? It's changed crazy because when I first got into marketing, you know, newspaper was really important, you know, and, you know, Patriot Ledger, everyone yeah. advertised in that. Things change, you know, and, that, you know, and it's hard to change. Like, we're, we have a great presence in the paper, we do magazines, yeah. but everything, you talk to all the leaders in the industry, it's all internet-based, as right. you know. It's basically um, doing the back-end stuff. We're, you know, obviously still in the paper and continue to still be in the paper, but you have to be front and center as far as in the industry, so things change. It's all internet. It's all yeah. tech. There's so many websites and apps and everything. Yeah, and you're competing against people that obviously have a lot more budgets, that are spending a lot more money, like the Redfins and other companies like that, that are just internet-based. But the thing that I find is, you know, with our company, you get a face. You get someone that you can come down to an office and meet with. And I think that's important, and you see them in the community, yeah. where I think that's kind of like uh, priceless as far as, you know, everyone says, well, down the road, you know, there might not be any, you know, real estate offices. I don't see that happening yeah. personally because, for me, I want to be able to face-to-face. I had a con- uh, an, actually an investor guy that wanted to meet with me about something uh, that he was kind of coming out with, and I said, I need to meet with you, and he was kind of shocked. He goes, well, can't we just do it over the phone? And I said, I'd rather be able to see your face and shake your hand. And he appreciated when the time came. But I think that goes to our clients because the Internet can really make you lazy because you can do everything via text and your thing. And we try to keep it more personal because obviously it's the biggest investment they're ever going to make in their life. Yeah, and last but certainly not least, for those that want to find out more about you and Melise Realty, where can they go? The best way to go is to our website, which is uh, M-O-L-I-S-S-E realty.com and uh, check us out there any questions uh, obviously if we're all visible I'm visible I'm happy to talk with anyone that has any questions about whether they either buy or sell or they're looking to get into the real estate business because we take on agents that might be interested in making a change what about for those that want to go to your place in person I know you have multiple offices so yeah we have an office um, we kind of when I opened up people thought we were crazy but I opened in strip malls because it was a great opportunity for us. There was parking. So in Weymouth, we're across from um, Walmart. We're in Shaw's Plaza next to Dunkin' Donuts. Down here in Marshfield, we're in the uh, Star Market Plaza uh, next to Simply Divine. And then in uh, uh, Situate, we're right near TK O'Malley's, a standalone building. And we have an office in the North Shore in Manchester by the Sea, which is on Beach Street. Well, thank you for doing this. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Thank you.